and welcome to Mystical Cynical. My name is Darren. Hi, I'm Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Hi. Good to see you. You too, buddy. I just got tingles. Did you really? Yeah. Whereabouts in? This is the spot, I think. Yes. Yeah. Uh, by the elbow, it starts. Usually, there seem to be some sort of radar, some sort of antenna there. You know where I get it when Delu's ever in uh, peril? Um, I'd be a little bit too <laughs> yes. dramatic of a word, but you know, like if they're about to trip or something like that, right here on the back of my thigh, it gets like a, a tingle where it's like a oof, like I've yeah. just felt, I've already pre-experienced what they may or may not experience. Yeah. People don't understand what it's like. You don't understand. <laughs> Let's get that out of the way first. None of you understand. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, people who don't have kids don't understand the thing of like even hearing your kids like, when they're young mm-hmm. and they get sick and they have that wet cough, mm-hmm. you know, it's so gnarly. And you just have this knowing that your your flesh and blood is kind of suffering. It's its own, it's its own thing. For sure. Yes. You know? Yes. And it is indescribable. And I think I, I can, I, I don't know if it's, uh, if I could directly correlate it, but after we had Delu, I, uh, like even if I go on a swing or any kind of motion, I get oh. way more prone to like i could always ride roller coasters and do all the things but well, that usually happens to the women uh, well you know the pregnancy sort of throws off their like their core right and then right, they yeah. can't go on like swings or yeah. like can't do the things that they used to yeah, do yeah, the adventure yeah. has been taken out well, because i'm all of the- about equality huh? <laughs> <laughs> way to go yeah, yeah way to know. way to walk in uh the uh, other gender's moccasin so we're back we had to let the um uh, Pepsi gate die down after that last episode. Uh, <laughs> no kidding. Off, let the heat die down. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted everyone to take their time with that last episode well, and chew on the fat. So I do to speak. want to, I, uh, well, we got rid of the fat so they can't chew on it anymore. <laughs> Sucked it right out. <laughs> um, I wanted to, uh, not that I feel compelled to like, uh, bring it back up because of any, you know, that I don't feel like I, uh, got out what I wanted to, but around the Pepsi thing, just, just one brief aside on that. <laughs> okay. So I think the, the thing that I maybe didn't convey is less judgment about the people, which uh-huh. there's still some, but yeah. less about that, but more about judgment of the company, Pepsi, Cola, Coca-Cola, these companies that I absolutely despise yeah. and find just so abhorrent and just poisoning our population. And so yeah. I'll take it out of the people who are drinking it and put it in the hands of the people who are producing it and just say, Shame on you. Perfect. Finger wag. Perfect. And what about the people who are producing it and their lives and their parents and their terrible upbringing to want to poison a generation? Exactly. So go back even further. (laughs) And then who do we get mad at? Wait, how far back do we go? I know. I think about that sometimes where I think of who who is the genesis of trauma, who was the first person to go, I'm going to treat you poorly. Fucking Bill. (laughs) Who's Bill? (laughs) Just this dude who started it all. It's like, wait, Clinton or fucking Bill with his bullying. He's the uh, the absolute person that we should just let's direct all of our collective anger towards Bill. Yep. Because Bill was the first person to fuck up. Yeah. God damn it, Bill. (laughs) Um, But there is an interesting documentary. If anybody's interested, it's called tapped and it explores the, just what actually made me when I watched it. And I, I still, I haven't, since then I haven't had a Coca-Cola branded type deal but then you know they own so many different things so i've probably gone and gone and got been given a bottle of water that you know very likely is under the the coca-cola subsidiary. so it's like it's impossible almost to yeah exactly to like avoid that but when i saw that documentary i was like that is it fuck this company they've destroyed communities they've destroyed lives and for no for no benefit other than profit and they're just poisoning people so so that's coke or pepsi 
That is Coke, but I imagine that Pepsi's not absolved of, of any wrongdoing because they're the lesser <laughs> lesser known. This is good though. Known, but. This is good that you're. I mean, you're thinking this. By the way, that sounded like the beginning of a documentary where you're like <laughs> <laughs> thinking about the doctor who's drinking Pepsi, right. and then and then that got me thinking. Yeah. <laughs> where did this whole thing begin? Yeah, yeah, it began like a ten year investigative journalism yeah. career. Of like, yeah, it's yeah. like supersized me, kind of the beginning. So, yes, no, but in realistic terms, we took a break because the the COVID had, the download had uh, found our home. <laughs> and Yeah, uh, who did it yeah. come through first? Came through... Who did the spirit transfer itself through? It came through, I was exposed to someone uh, in a in-person session who didn't know that they were carrying it and who had no symptoms and... And that's the only traceable place. But then even nothing really took until like about a week later. Yeah. But then close to that time, um, he had found out that he was exposed and then he started getting symptoms and it seemed to be days after. And so whatever. I mean, I don't want to get into a whole thing about it, but, but no, I, I, I got, <laughs> yeah, uh, I got, um, like Lacey had been sick, but she had taken a couple tests. Uh-huh. One rapid that was paid for, one at home, both said no. So she was the first person to get anything going on. Mm-hmm. And then by the next weekend, so this is, we're talking two weeks away from the original uh, potential exposure. Um, and, uh, and so I started to uh, get a sore throat and, and Lacey was still in her thing. And I was going, well, I got her cold and she took two tests and most likely I'm fine. Mm -hmm. But over the course of that weekend, um, it seemed to, I hadn't been sick in a couple of years. Yeah. You know, I mean like most people, I guess, since we've been wearing the mask, but I, I rarely sort of get sick and this felt like something that I hadn't had before, Mm -hmm. though it wasn't completely compromising me. It was just, you know, it felt new. It felt like, oh, wow. It my felt body. novel. Yeah, right. Thank you. <laughs> that, thank you for putting that word in context. It got used so much, and, I'm, and right. I never understood really the context of yeah. it or what yeah. that word means. Yeah. And I I was like, I got to look up novel. Yeah. At some point. Yeah, it's unique. It's, it's unique. New, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. what it was. It was very unique. And by that Monday, when we were supposed to do podcasts, I had been like... The night before, I'd been coughing a little bit. And mm-hmm. I was like, nah, this doesn't feel... Re- I, I'm going to go get a test and let's just put off this. And I went and got the rapid test. And of course... Does it carry the same weight, the rapid test of, of a pregnancy <laughs> test of just like... <sighs> well, lately, those ones, <laughs> yeah, the home know, ones, are just like that. And I then know. even the part where you're like... Looking, is yeah, there? I think there might be a little yet. bit. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know. God. It was so pregnancy testy. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, so I went and got the rapid test. The guy swabbed me and the pharmacist came out and swabbed me. And then he came back like 10 minutes later. With a Pepsi. He, no. <laughs> you look like he'd had a few. Um, I think so, I know what you're talking about. Did you go to the one on yeah, the East End? Yeah. yeah. The guy. Yeah. So he came out He's again and he goes, He's a little hey. tired of his work. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. and he looks overrun. Yeah. Who knows? But he, he goes, oh, you know what? I'm sorry. He's like, I messed up your your test mm-hmm. so i have to do it again i was like i don't care like yeah. do it again because i i actually didn't feel good about the first one <laughs> so he does it again and he comes back and he just goes oh yeah we got the results and now uh, you're, you're positive and i was like oh okay great and I'm, i just love <laughs> <laughs> 
he looked we're misusing um, that word as well like, yeah, yeah he looked like he was like a bit shocked by my thing it was just like oh great confirmation yeah. okay so i got the yeah, thing and then you drive away yeah and it's like i got the thing i'm the it boy yeah like yeah. everybody's talking about oh, I this thought you thing meant, that i thought I you meant when you said you're positive you're like oh you're you're good like you're you don't have it like you you miss you miss oh no his, his no uh, he said you got it and yeah, i was like oh okay okay and cool. no and i was yeah. and that's and i sent you a text that seemed to be confusing because yeah. i was like excited that <laughs> yeah. i got it yeah or something yeah i mean i had I think uh, it had an exclamation point on it when yeah, i said like i'm like something like uh you know i just made out with Lacey to celebrate yeah. or something right you know right, right. um but we had been kind of you know, we believe in our immune system and we had kind of just thought like we would do all right with it, you mm-hmm. know, and it seemed like it, with this strain, everybody was getting it. It was a moment. Of, it was a matter of time. Mm-hmm. And so we were just kind of embracing it. And and uh, and so I wrote out that rest of the week mm-hmm. and it was a very um, passable experience. Yeah. I mean, it was it, 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 I never I felt like the surface was where the battle was. Mm-hmm. It didn't go deep with me. It definitely was unique, had some characteristics I had never experienced, such as like sometimes some shooting pains. Mm. I don't want to give anybody uh, some sort of like objective view of what this is going to be like. Sure. You know, uh, for, for me, I had a basic variety experience of what it's like to the, with the Omicron. Thing. But it's so strange and not that we could even answer this or, but it's not even worth really going down. But how does that like, what happened to the old one? Now the new one comes right. in and then the new, new, like it obliterates. Oh, is that what it, cause it's strong. It, it's, it takes, so yeah, it just made it more. It's like, no, you're going to get this. Right. All right? right. Like you try and fight me off with all, all that you want, but we're going to cut through all that. Yeah. And this is the thing that seems like everybody needs to get to be here. Can and you I don't confirm know. that, that that was, that it was Omicron? Um, no, no one can. Yeah. I mean, I, maybe if you're, I, I don't know if you're running labs or something like that, you might be able to tell. I think yeah. they probably can. That's how they originally right, determined there's a variant. Yeah, yeah. But with the home test, I'm, I'm waiting for the next variant. Omicron's a little played at this point. <laughs> 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 yeah. And then like, and then my, you know, my, my ex-wife, got it the kids got it mm-hmm. and it was just this round of yeah. uh, you know and it seemed like it took a couple of weeks my daughter who uh was um uh, spent her 12th birthday yeah. with it such a bummer right and so she didn't have either of the vaccines and she knocked it out in two days and was like totally back to normal yeah you sweet. know and her test didn't reflect that but she stayed home and all that but but um so that was the experience with her and and tiger who was double vaccinated uh, had a very similar experience that she did Mm -hmm. very light. He actually didn't have any symptoms throughout the whole time that everybody else did. And then he got it like last basically. And he got sick or he got, he he, was then, he got a sore throat and a, and and a a little bit of congestion for like two days and he was done. Yeah. You know, for me, like it, it, the whole span of the thing lasted about two weeks, even though I was good to go at about 10 days. Right, right, right. You know, I was at a clear test, but, but I was still like, I'd cough at night, mm-hmm. you know, or be a little congested. We've been sleeping separate for a couple of weeks now because like it makes me snore. I mean, whenever yeah. my shit is compromised sure. at all, like I, I start snoring. And so I've been sleeping down here anyway, it's moved through us all. Yeah. And, um, we're all okay. You know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And I appreciate the, the measures that you took to protect me because mm-hmm. I, yeah, Jamie was very um, considerate in that. And I, I, I was wondering, had we been still doing season one style where I was hosting mm-hmm. 
just these these moments that I have of of uh, considering what my fortitude would be around my own boundaries and feeling comfortable with saying no to something. Yeah, which I'm still challenged every day to have to say like no thank you or or like I'd rather not mm-hmm. and be okay with the person maybe not being okay or not even necessarily like having to take that into consideration. So I wondered had the situation been this the same, but I was hosting, I would have probably been more apt to just be like, yeah, no, it's okay. Come over, even though I would have felt uncomfortable. So totally. Yeah, and and I think that out yeah. of my hands. Oh, you know it. <laughs> and, and to trust me, you know, I, I knew that I had told you all the information mm-hmm. that I had. And then every day that we, that I would wake up where we had a, um, a podcast scheduled from the postponement, I would wake up and I set, I would just feel the space mm-hmm. and go, is this a space that I feel really good about hosting Darren in? Yeah. Darren, who currently is, you know, uh, 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 has a three-year-old, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and has separate time with the three-year-old and your partner. And, yeah. You know, and, and all of that, just thinking about the flow of that, being yeah. disturbed just because we bring people a few laughs and a yeah, fart. Yeah, as you're whacking <laughs> om- Omicrons with swat- fly swatters around the apartment. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and, you know, I felt like we had cleared the space, all this stuff, but then it was like, no, this isn't fucking worth it. Yeah, cool, it's, man. It was really cool, actually. I even surprised myself because, you know, I've had somewhat of a... Um, throughout this whole time, you know, I've had kind of a more relaxed attitude. I'm not somebody who walks around outside with a mask, you yeah. know, you know, and I've, I've like, I, I believe in the fresh air mm-hmm. and I believe in, you know, just being using common sense. Well, I think that that's, that's kind of bridge bridges, like a nice Venn diagram of, of people who are, uh, heavily cautious mm-hmm. I say overly but heavily ones who drive around in their cars with their masks on i don't necessarily understand that but if that makes you feel safe i have a thought about that please one. okay that's gonna blow through the air vent no no this is a new thought and i always kind of had the same thing and this is what we do where we just see something and we judge it and i've yeah, had the same kind of yeah, thing it's my favorite <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it, i thought it. okay so maybe this person is on their way to pick up somebody to give them a ride somewhere yeah, and they have a thing. For sure. And that's so, what it usually looks like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like that there's going to be some encounter that's going to happen. Like when there's two people sitting in a car together. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Now, certainly there's some people who are just wearing the mask. Just wackos. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just wearing it. Yeah. <laughs> but what I was going to say is that that kind of that, you know, far end of the spectrum and the other far and the other end of the spectrum yeah. and then where the two, the two meet. I think that, you know, Early on, there was this, um, before any of us understood what this was, and not that we seem to even understand it any better, but that there was like a, when we had lockdown, like just to go back in your mind to that, where we were all so scared that we were willing to stay in because we were like, I don't know what the fuck this is, so I'll happily stay inside. And then it started to kind of realize like, okay, maybe this isn't as bad. And then people were like ready to burst out of their house the first day that they could. And then, you know, there's still like with just with your level of consideration for me now, Mm-hmm. you potentially transmitting to me right what it would do for me mm-hmm. would be an inconvenience yes at the at the worst yes. i really like i i trust again i try in the same way you do i trust my health i take really good care of myself as far as i can tell so i would feel like i would be able to do it but then yeah. i would be like well shit now i can't see my kid i'm fine i have yeah. to, i got so that's like that's the consideration to say like you're going to potentially disrupt someone's life for a and while your three year and your 3-year-old doesn't understand for sure you exactly. know uh, my 12 year old uh, like gets it that we're like dad's on the couch dad's not feeling well i yeah. got to do some extra 3 year old just like you know 
Yeah, although, I mean, to Deus credit or just to the credit of, like, how inundated our children are, like, yeah. I know you don't get a ton of exposure with three-year-olds, but at the school, you know, they wear the masks and Deus constantly referencing the pan, the word pandemic, the mm. virus, like, we oh, can't wow. go over there because of the virus. Like, there's a level of understanding, quote-unquote, yeah. where they know that be, something is happening. There's something in the collective sphere. Yeah. They obviously couldn't say, oh, virus, you know, biology, like the, the depth of it, but from a very basic, kind of like really what we understand yeah. it as like a very base kind of idea. Yeah. Like don't talk this, to strangers. Because of this, we can't do this. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. Right. So, right. Something yep. that's just based. Oh, no, we're not Which is a good, it's a, also a really good kind of uh, thing because we were driving past the playground the other day and it was mm-hmm. like, if we go to that playground, we didn't have time. And I was like, no, I can't. The virus. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah. It's, it's a little- <laughs> Which we also were doing that, which was yeah. more legitimate around um, uh, Vianna Carey's a, a precursor for um, celiac. So, you know, just oh. for Delu's own, not that it would hospitalize Delu, but it's right. like, yeah, you might have a proclivity towards celiac. So you, you yeah. might get, just sh- feel shitty from gluten, which I think we all kind of have some level of just the way that we store and process gluten. Right. So for, for, for most of Delu's life, we've, we've aired away from gluten every now and then, you know, gluten happens as it does. Yeah. Um, but the other day we went out to the new uh, pizza place. Air pizza, yeah. yeah, and they have gluten free, and Bianca got the gluten free, and I got. They brought out a couple gluten slices, which is funny to call that because it's just pizza, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, gluten pizza, right? And Delu did not like the gluten one or the gluten free one, and had the gluten, which is legit sourdough New York so foldable, like fucking the way that it's supposed to totally. be. Delu was like. Oh, I like this. I like gluten pizza. And they kept calling it gluten pizza. Yeah. And so, yeah, we've got, daily I've gone and gone since and had a slice. And it's just like such a cool thing to go grab a slice and sit at the, you know, picnic table. AIR yeah. stands for Artists in Recovery. Oh, no shit. Yeah. And so this is an old, this is an amazing uh, thing that that you kind of presented to me. And I was like, oh, you you didn't know that I have a backstory with the owners of this place. Yep. So the the owner, the owners, they're a married couple. Um, um and uh, Terry, uh, the husband, I've known him since way early in recovery, mm-hmm. like like my first thirty days or something. Yeah, and we were in similar meetings together, and and uh, he was always like this loud skate surf uh, Greek, like yeah. this this <laughs> guy who's like, "What's going on, man? How you do it?" Like he had this like oh, yeah, rough sure. thing, but he was always really caring about the new people. And he's uh-huh. young, he's my age, you know, and and we he was always the guy though at the meeting where it's like, "Oh, Terry's here," you yeah. know. And to watch this guy, I mean, early on in the first couple of years of our, our knowing each other, he had this vision for opening up a uh, uh, like a sober living mm-hmm. for for artists or for skaters, and he was like really into skate culture. And he, really, one of his biggest heroes is Tony Alva. You know this guy, I don't. Alva Skateboards. And he, Tony Alva was like one oh, of the it's funny. OGs. He, does, he has a. I noticed he has a board, and I saw Alva written on it. Yeah, at the pizzeria, Dogtown. Yeah. He oh, founded cool. Dogtown. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony Alva did. So so then, throughout this course of the things, I mean, I know about this idea that he's had to open this place. I run into him in Ohio. I hear that he's here through a very synchronistic thing that I won't go into. And uh, I hear that he's in town. I'm always like wanting to run into him. And finally we see each other. We connect. He tells me that he's opened that place. Mm-hmm. And then he's, uh, he's opened the sober living with Tony Alva. Oh, no shit. Yeah. He's like teamed up with him. He was such a big fan. And he just kind of willed it into existence. Yeah. 
And so Tony Alva is now backing this, this recovery place and this pizza place is a place to help, uh, raise funds for it. It's a nonprofit. Oh, no. So air pizza is a nonprofit that channels the funds into this, uh, sobriety home for artists. It's strange that they don't, that they don't, um, I don't know. It's obviously probably a conscious choice, but to not kind of show that at all, like to not, Right. Talk about that. Maybe they haven't got there yet or something. Yeah, maybe. Oh, wow, look at my fucking meaningful. (laughs) We're just going to do this. Um, So so the other day, I didn't even know... I didn't even know about this. Like, I didn't know that the place was opening or anything. And we pull over to Rite Aid... And, and I'm, I see the place and I go, oh yeah, this is, this is the thing that I've been hearing about. I didn't know it was here or Mm -hmm. it was new to be, oh, it was going to be open. So I just go, uh, Lacey's like going into Rite Aid. She's like, you gonna wait here? And I was like, no, I'm going to go get a pizza. It's not even open. (laughs) I walk in and they go, I can't believe you're here. And I was like rejoicing with him that he's opened this thing. And then, and then he goes, I just put two pieces of pizza in the slice. And, and it's like my favorite pieces. And yeah. I sit down and I have this meal with them before they even open. And the pizza was fucking amazing. Yes. But yeah. I was like walking in a vision. Right. You know, it's like right, it's the right, weirdest right. thing to, to have the, the context of back in the day, this swirling around. Yeah. This. And it's somewhere in your head that you obviously don't access it often, but it's there. It's somewhere yeah. in this kind of collective sphere that all of our thoughts, our wills, our, our ideas are just out there. Like to just put that, to just say it. And and then yeah, God, it's I love to that walk kind of through like, it. Yeah, and yeah, I'm the right. one that get, have the most unique experience with this. Like I happen to get out of the car, and then I'm walking through a dream of a friend of mine right, that's right. now materialized yeah. in the place that I live. Yes, hundred miles away from where we I met. Know, that shit's so and cool. years and later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just fucking it's also incredible. just that to speak on the the magic of OI. There really is some vortexy type situation here i oh, yeah. i don't know yeah i mean I, it's been said before i've said it of that the, the the word vortex like where have you ever heard i mean i think there's other spoken about vortexes around the world yeah for some whatever it is magnetism whatever i mean just the fact that you know christian christian Chris, krishna Murthy. Kristen Kristen mercy <laughs> christian mercy um just yeah. that yeah there's these some, some heavy thinkers that have been drawn here totally and, and found something here ram das is i mean now love serve remembers uh, is based here yeah his thing and christian murdy and then uh and there's just this has been a hub i guess for mystics throughout all all of the years to come here and, spend and also a just bit i don't know if this ties into it and maybe it doesn't but just the uh i think probably just speaks more to the kind of local communal level that they um um wrote something within however the the rules happen in cities where there's no major corporations yes. come in like yeah. and that that you know when you go actually where i didn't where air pizza is uh where the mcdonald's taco bell yeah and, uh, whatever else is there that is just like as close to the edge where they were like totally. there's like a fucking force field around it where it's yeah. like so you can get as close as you can but you can't cross the line it's so badass that that's been done too i mean and then you know I had the question about Jersey Mike's. Yeah, which but they, then it was they because, made in before the rule got set. No, it was because he lives here. Oh. And so they saw it as like a local business. They, oh, it's the nice. one Sneaky, exception yeah. they let in yeah, good because thing, he lived here. I think Ronald McDonald didn't live here. You're right. And then it, 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 I guess it didn't do well because Pinion's there now, the pizza uh, place. Yeah, I think, I think COVID might have had something to do with it. Right, that, 
Right, which is weird because that was like the one place that Tiger wanted to go. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, the right. recognizability of I'm it like is on the doing the, the fucking Jersey Mike's order online. Yeah. Like, oh, do you want shredded lettuce yeah. on this thing? <laughs> but that's, that brings up an interesting thing that you talk about, about this, this sort of how this place has had this force field around it. And by the way, I know that there's, I've heard the specific coordinates of the Vortex oh, okay. are down by... Um, what is it? Camp Comfort, you know that little uh-huh. park area yeah. back there. There's some place where there's like a bridge. If you go back, and they say that that's where it is. Oh, it's also where the legend of Charman uh, exists. Oh, you know Charman? No, I don't even know. That Do you know Charman. the brand Charman? It's yes. a hot sauce company. Yeah, so they kind of they took the the legend of Charman and made it into a hot sauce company. But oh. I guess it's a story about a guy who was some recluse in a cabin. I'm going to butcher this story, but he his cabin burned down and he got lit on fire and then became this kind of just kind of uh, phantom kind phantom, of thing. Exactly. Yeah. So uh-huh. when you're driving down Creek road at the, at the right time of the night, Charman will come out. And oh, like, fun. <laughs> That's fun. Well, and so yesterday tiger and to talk about the mentality also of this place and, and you know, that force field sort of situation, I'm driving tiger back and see it back to their moms. I'm, we're entering into LA and tigers feeling this gratitude for LA. Mm-hmm. And you're Not like, like pull off your craft cafe gratitude. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. God, I love that place. Uh, I loved the Clave Gratitude for so long. Um, so we're we're in it, and I've had this same feeling for LA. You know, as as happy as I am to live here and to not live there anymore. When I go into it, whenever I'm driving in LA, mm-hmm. there is this. It's the same thing as in the grocery store in LA. There's all this is a melting pot of people, mm-hmm. and and I'm sure New York has similar qualities, especially New York City. But like, there's this acceptance of everyone. Not everyone's like, you know. I feel like here we kind of step out, and it's like there's there's even though this is an enlightened place uh, more than any place I've ever lived. Mm-hmm. There's a very you know conscious community here. There's also sort of it, things stand out a little bit more mm-hmm. and everybody's kind of checking everybody out a little bit and it's a it's, it seems to be a non-judgmental place but there's there there seems to be a lot more it's easily presentable of like sort of like have you lived here a long time no oh, are sure. you local no how much money do you are you somebody who's from LA who's here to destroy the place right, right all right. that like yeah. there's just there seems to be like a checking each other out thing yeah. in LA everybody's fucking just doing their thing yeah constantly just doing their thing when we go to the grocery store it doesn't matter what color you are what sex you are what mm-hmm. you know where you are on any of the spectrums we all just go grocery shopping and 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 it's the same way on the highway and so he's talking about this and i i was thinking about uh why ojai now suits me and it's because i'm in an ojai mentality mm-hmm. i've turned my mentality into like i want to i want to live here and fit in here and not uh disturb not bring my la bullshit from the course of my life into this. And so it's, it's, there's a mentality of where you live and tigers in the LA mentality, right? Right. Now, right. You know? Right. And it doesn't mean you can't go anywhere else, but when you go somewhere else, you know, the idea of, of merging with whatever's going on there and not disturbing it, like For sure. this, that sticker that we have in our window, it's like, don't, change oh hi let oh hi change you yeah right? yes you yes know? that's true and that's, that's true that's true <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing and so i you know so i'm in the oh hi mentality now which is well i also got to think that there's some level of in within la 
uh, there's such a level of, of, uh, scrappiness and, and, yeah. and having to like, you know, kind of like, like what a percentage of people, again, it's just such a big disparage and disparity of wealth of, of people who are fucking right. barely getting by and people who are crushing it yep. and everyone in the middle. And just that idea of like, I don't have time to, to worry about how long you've been in LA when I'm like, you know, I got to fucking see if I got enough money for these. Bananas oh, totally. Here. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah. Nobody's thinking about when did you arrive to LA? Yeah. There's, like, I mean, it's like weird here. And I guess I've kind of, maybe it's strange that there's a similarity, but that, you know, nobody works in LA, that kind of thing. I don't yeah. know where I've heard that or if there's any level of truth. Obviously it's not true because people have to work, but right. here very much feels like, I don't know who does what, when yeah. <laughs> type thing. I know. And so there's just that kind of, at least there's a perception to me of just like, we're all just, we're all just, you know, just whatever, you know, whatever, dude. Yeah. 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 yeah you, you said something like that about me, like about a week ago or something like that. I still think about it. Anytime Jamie, <laughs> anytime I come home and Jamie's car's not in the carport, I'm like, where is Jamie? Like, what is Jamie doing right now? Cause I know you're not like, oh, I got to go out to a meeting or like, I got to like, I don't even picture, I don't, I've never seen you in a grocery store. Anytime I've ever seen someone out, it's your partner. She's doing the shopping. And so I don't like, what do you do? Right. What do you do? Or you yeah. take your kids to LA and you come uh-huh. back and then what else would, where I, would you go? prefer to leave it a mystery. Or go down to Buffalo Exchange. And- <laughs> <laughs> it's very, I, I don't do highly, like, I don't go off and, and sneak and do puja in the mountains or yeah. something, you know, yeah. go do spiritual practice somewhere. Like, uh, it's very basic stuff. I go get my car washed, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, but yeah, you are a home, you're a homebody, aren't you? I am. Yeah. I mean, my whole work is here. Right. And so we're switching off rooms yeah. all day. And then, you know, there's a dog walk and, and then very quiet evenings and, 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 uh, yeah, so I don't do a whole lot. I I sit for a living, and, there's, and I'm much. not judging you at all. <laughs> no, of I don't do much more than that either. So it's not. I think I'm just like I'm, my body yeah, does that. There's that curiosity that's like, uh, yeah. What does I somebody wanna... like him do anyway? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because yeah, well, I mean, I'm also in the position now where I'm trying to figure out who I am and what I, what it is I do. So like, mm. I went uh, to get my teeth fixed or whatever clean the other day and the woman the hygienist was like what do you what do you do and i was so grateful that i actually mm. like go running and hiking because i was like oh i go running and hiking like, I, was like <laughs> I do something because otherwise it'd be like it would be an embarrassing question because i'm like yeah. i don't do anything yeah yeah so that's a tough thing to be like to not really have the, the thing that you do and and when we just like that's why the you don't say i'm always, an artist what well that wouldn't be like what i do that's like what i do <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, I, no, I would never. Oh, say. so says, you answer somebody, do? what do you do? Well, she was, she actually did kind of ask hobbies. She didn't oh. say, what's your, what do you do for a oh, living? Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, which that's always just a t- tricky question too. Cause yeah. like I say, I'm an illustrator and they're like, Oh, what is that? And you're like, I draw stuff for people. What do you not understand about illustrator? <laughs> which is right. kind of, you know, it's like a smart ass, of course, like how, when, how often do you meet illustrators? So, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm definitely in the place now where, uh, I would say, uh, <laughs> I'm. Uh, I don't want to say I'm lonely because I don't feel because lonely denotes a sadness or a or a. Oh, you a, don't have the sadness part. No, I'm in solitude right now. Uh-huh. Um, but there is a desire for some kind of uh, otherness to that. So much so that I was at Rainbow, the grocery store, the other night, mm-hmm. and I'm like walking around and I hear this woman. She's just staring at the sauces and she has her headphones and she's talking to somebody on the phone. Mm-hmm. And I'm passing by and she goes, oh, I saw this great movie on, on HBO the other night. And I stopped 
what I'm doing and I lean my body in to be like, Ooh, what did you see on uh-huh. HBO? And she turns away from me. I don't think she was tur- actively turning away from me, but I missed what she said. But I was just like, wow, I'm like literally trying to just sneak my way into conversations here. So wow, there's like yeah. a, there's a seat, there's like, a, Oh man, I'd love to have a consistent amount. And this is one of it, one of them. And then seeing Charlie <laughs> once a week is another. Yeah. So like I have these things on the books of like, yeah, I can count on that at least, but I'm still pushing into like, me seeking it out and me being the one who's like, Hey, do you want to hang out? Hey, like, do you want to do this thing? Cause I just, man, I really just err on the side of just like, if it's not coming to me, I'm not seeking it. Okay. So something's going to come to you right now. Okay. All right. Is this an invitation? It's an invitation. I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well we're going out to eat. We too, are going right? out to on eat. Wednesday. Yes. And, and that That'll was uh, very much like that felt such a boss move. Lacey texted and said, I want to have dinner with you too. And I just said, go make a reservation right now. Right. Like, Cause that's the thing. You just go like, yeah, me too. I'd love to have dinner. And then uh-huh. it just doesn't fucking happen. No, that's so. smart. Yeah. 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 So we're going out to eat Wednesday. So last Thursday we started the very first sort of, uh, now, Sangha is a word for it, within Buddhism that just means a community of like-minded individuals. So, my, my so. gaze just went blank. You're already like, oh, Christ. <laughs> you're like, oh, want to play disc golf or something like no, that. No, nothing sangha. like that. You don't even have to leave your house. That's okay. the coolest part. Talk so, so this is, we started a, um, an online, a Zoom group with all the people that I've worked with in the last year or a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone that showed up, to this thing they're all misty cinnies oh nice so every one of them well, except for one hang out with these people. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're talking to them right now. <laughs> um so except for one of them every one of them was a fan of your art and then started listening to mystical cynical and then started working with me but that like oh that doesn't that's not appealing i'd rather hang out with a bunch of people who don't know who i am well okay great so do that <laughs> okay. or you can come to this thing yeah. and hear how bonded these people are because it was the first time and Pat, a friend of the show, Patrick, yeah. you know, uh, was there and um, it was the first time a room full of people who are fans of this show had ever been with each other. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And they didn't all, we, didn't we imagine that as like a park gathering at some right, point? Like, right. Which on? is yeah. still, you know, yeah, who yeah, knows? Yeah. Like yeah. it's, it's certainly something that we could do. Yeah, I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so they're all, and all these people I've worked with intensely mm-hmm. over the, the last year in varying degrees. And they've all had these stories of what they work through. And it's this amazing group of people who are all sort of working with the same ideas working mm-hmm. with the same practices having varying results all having these uh stories that they've worked through that are insane mm-hmm. and you hear this and it was just this insane love fest i mean i was thinking that this group would have the charm of like a summer camp like a christian summer camp uh board meeting online or something <laughs> you know i didn't know yeah how it would go you know it's like there was nervousness of like so oh, what's God. a sangha it's just a community. Oh, okay. It just means community of like-minded individuals. Got it. That's what it means. Yeah. So it's like people who are all... So a sangha normally is uh, is within Buddhism. It's uh-huh. a Buddhist word. So it just means people who are all studying Buddhism. Okay. It doesn't matter where you're at in the scale of up or down or how new you are or late mm-hmm. you are to it. You're all working with the same concepts. And so you're all trying to see the world a similar way. And people who listen to this show or people who have worked with me are all also very they 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 all have uh similar wants similar desires similar yeah. pain 
and they're all doing Until things I trigger about them it. And they don't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought about having you there, and 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 I wanted to invite you. I didn't want to invite you to the first one yeah. because I wanted to just see how it was. But it is now we're all totally hooked on this. Everybody just had this amazing time, and I've heard just back from it, just like this is so needed. And how does it, how is it, uh, how is it managed as far as like talking stick or style? Oh yeah. So it's a tiny meditation Mm -hmm. that we do just to just everybody shut up for a minute and just sit with each other and don't say anything. And let's just clear the air for a second when it's not long. There we go. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and then we go into a sharing portion Mm -hmm. where just, it's like Hollywood squares or something. Right. And then somebody can start. And they have the floor, but it's not so stringent to where we all have to stay on mute and all that. If somebody relates to something, they can raise their hand and then start some cross-pollination within the thing. Yeah. But story after story of what people are are uh, going through and getting through and that they all share this show and, mm. and uh, a lot of the things that get talked on here. Yeah. You know, uh, it's amazing. Okay. So I want to invite you to that. And you. and you can say no and certainly, but it's there. For the to treat your solitude, if you're wanting to give it a little sugar yeah, at that, the end of the in night. that virtual sense too, so right. it's not having to actually go anywhere. And at some point, maybe we'll I'm start already nervous about it. <laughs> I know. Well, that's how I felt. But stepping into this, it just calms all that. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm already thinking about at some point we're going to have to do not going to have to, but something that we'll have. I'd like to do is offer a a bigger thing to people who listen to this show or people who are just interested in the stuff. But for right now, we're just, it's just the people that I've, I've worked with or Lacey's worked cool. with in the last couple of years. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. VIPs only folks. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, how do you feel about, uh, the Neil Young Spotify stuff? I feel like it's like tropey to talk about in too much of a depth to it. It's, it's, Good. uh, it's, it's, I mean, the thing about the, the whole thing, shebang is that yeah. I just think it's insane that we, that there can be one or two or three people that all of us can direct attention to for a hot minute and say, and, and share our kind of hot takes about like what yeah. we think of Rogan or, or right. Neil Young or anything like that. And we get to kind of, sh- I think it's, you know, it's an exercise in getting to share what our deepest, darkest feelings are and the things that it brings up. And then it kind of just, you know, I think it just kind of then falls away. If anyone in, in a month from now is talking about this, mm-hmm. you need something else going on in your right. life. Cause it's so inconsequential and ridiculous that, that there, I mean, I think at the end of the day, the, the best argument is just like, if you don't like it, don't listen to it. Right. And I mean, I have to employ that mentality a lot because when people get upset at what I'm saying, I'm like, you chose to be here. I didn't fucking knock on your door like a Jehovah's witness and, yeah. part, you know, um, invade your public space. Yeah. You're actively choosing this. So we're all cho- in some way choosing some level of suffering and all of this stuff. I have another antidote. <laughs> Please, yeah. yeah. And that's a great one, by the way, is just stop listening. Yeah, you know, and you sure. can do that with this or anything else. It's yep. just like, put the fucking phone down yes. if it's hurting you, yeah. you know? Um, I'm a big Neil Young fan. Okay. He, yeah, he, I guess that's another thing. This is like, I've never, I think right. his voice is so <laughs> awful. So yeah. some people are in that camp for sure. It's yeah. just like, what? Yeah. Why? You know, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, he, I grew up 
on Neil Young, mm-hmm. like, I mean, my mom and dad were surfers and my mom and stepdad were surfers and they, and, 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 uh, I, I think I've talked about their school bus, the Medu okay cool school bus <laughs> or whatever. They scratched off the Meadow Oak school and made it a Medu okay. Cool no, I band. didn't know. That's no. so good. Oh, yeah. I want that as a fucking IG handle. Oh, it's so great. <laughs> Medu okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. You better jump on that. Um, so it was a school bus and it was like a, well, it was one of those vans, yeah. the yellow Embry color van, you know, yeah. and, and, uh, they had scratched that stuff off and they just slapped their surfboards on top and we would go down and we would listen to Neil Young for Dawn Patrol. Dawn yeah. Patrol is like where you go down and you look for waves, you know, at your favorite spots uh-huh. or whatever. And so I grew up just with saturated with Neil Young and he's always been this person that I just hold at the highest. He's sort of been my Bob Dylan, you know, and, and my, the closest thing to the Beatles, I guess. And, uh, now to be in this situation, my, my take on it all is, and this was really helpful living here, you know, hearing about Neil Young's anger and hearing about what he's doing and me being a fan of his long-term. And I just saw him a couple of years ago, front row at this concert that was for 500. It was like the secret show. I'd never seen him live and I'm getting this amazing experience. Getting fucking goosebumps just talking about it, you know? Young bumps. Yeah. And and anything he ever does, I'll listen to, you know? I'll give a shot and I just respect him so much. My respect is intact for him even if I don't agree with like this tactic, Mm -hmm. you know? And the fucking trolley is running. Uh Uh-huh. Neil Young's talking about this thing he's very upset about and it's just like needing to protect people and all this stuff. And I'm looking out the window as I'm hearing about this and I see the trolley go by and I go, well, the fucking free trolley is still running seven days a week in Ojai. Yeah. This world can't be so bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, Neil Young's mad. Well, the trolley's running and this guy's helping this guy with a walker get on the trolley, yeah. the yeah. free trolley. Yeah. Like, this is still, there's many other ways and many other places to look. Yes. You know, just because somebody's upset in a in a place of power or somebody's been fucking up on his podcast or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like, the I mean, world it's, is it's bigger than exactly. that. Exactly. It's so, it's so it's not of our world and it's only through these little devices that we carry that we get this information. And honestly, like, I mean, you could seriously tomorrow today, right now, cut yourself off from so much superfluousness, so much fucking noise and bullshit that I can attest to, um, being an absorber of that because I have such, such little going on in my life that you go, Oh, I happen to find myself on Reddit a lot more and being like, oh, you know, you just kind of like, there's this need or this desire to fill in these voids instead of just keeping them empty, keeping it very, spa- keeping your mind very spacious. Yeah. You're like there's, there needs to be something like right here in front of my face, preferably something that upsets me or at least arises some sort of opinion or something like that. We've been trained. And yeah, exactly. To have that. And you know, then now it's like an immediately becomes, everything becomes black and white. Are you young or are you Rogan? Yes. Like, Oh my God. Who right. Cares? Right. Like, it's I'm so both. ridiculous. I'm yeah. both. Yeah. 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 I'm neither. I yeah. Can, yeah. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah. But it is, uh, on, you know, on a more like psychedelic kind of level, I can't help but always kind of relate myself to these situations and, to the relation of I have of Joe Rogan of like that he held that he hung my art in his studio and like then my mind just goes like god my brother told me about Joe Rogan like years before and I even tried listening to it this is like uh 
fuck over 10 years ago for sure. And it was when I was seeing this girl that if she heard me listening to Rogan and I put it on for like 10 seconds and who knows what number episode it was, but they were immediately talking about like balls and, and I was just like, Oh, I cannot be listening to this right now. This will get me in trouble. Like just hearing that sort of, so just the way that this guy's been a presence in a lot of our lives in some tangential way is just like, it's really, really interesting. And now he's, he must represent some kind of archetype of something. Yeah. So fucking strange. When I feel, I mean, when I say I'm both, I mean, I'm, I don't have any enemies. For sure, exactly. I just yeah, don't no, have any enemies. I mean, and to be, to be in a position of like taking up any space in your life to argue a point of someone else's where you're saying like, you got to choose this guy or this guy. You're yeah. like, hold on a second. There's a lot of in the middle. And then- my gig is to understand everybody and and also i think that that's kind of a that's kind of a uh, you're not going to do that you're yeah. not going to right. so you're not going to try to if you can't understand the full spectrum you it's pointless to pick out a small select thing or be com, you know have some confirmation bias around like right. oh i only want to see this cuz now there's like a lot of bullshit that's coming out around where I'm hearing, the more I hear, and it's my own fault, and, and we're talking about it more and more. But, you know, yeah. you, the more you hear, you're like, oh, God, like, yeah, there's a lot more here that makes you go, that's a full fucking person, and that's a full person, and then there's also, like, there's some other levels. And that's a full person, and that's a full person. Yes, and there's also you know? levels of, of things that are beyond them that are, there's vested interests in people that are, met, like, that there's 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 layers, yes. further layers to it, and you go, oh, none of this is fucking simple. It's none not of one it guy, is authentic also. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's like there's a world around this of, of need, around yeah. both of these For figures. For sure. There's a lot of profit being made on anything yeah. of, of whatever's doing something that, if you're talking, if we're all talking talking about if you and my aunt and my grandma are talking about it yeah rest in peace nan she's not talking about (laughs) kicking it in heaven right now but that there's like oh there's a lot of money happening around this yeah we're not getting clear opinions of artists here we're getting a world that they're responsible to right Right. that's what we're getting in most cases yes for sure for sure um and and i had this experience just today walking with billy like and these blocks that i've been taking with her have kind of taken over my my uh, mountain walks, which hopefully will come back at yeah, some point. I hope so. <laughs> but I'm also uh, three days into gout, and oh. check this fucking foot out. Nothing. Oh, well, I don't know what your foot would normally look like. You you got you've never seen... So anyway, so... You've never seen my foot when it... I guess I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that? So wait, the last time it happened... So how do you know you have gout right now? So it blew up. It started okay. to blow up. Same pain and everything. Two days ago, I did a virtual thing online yeah. where I saw... Hold your do- foot up to the camera. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't have to. I just said, hey, this is a thing. I, I didn't get it last year. Yeah. It, it skipped a it's year. It's usually seasonal, isn't it? It's usually around the cold. Yeah. And, the uh, King's disease. You know Well, yeah. And they used to say that it, was, it could be brought on by like rich meats and yes. ales and shit like that but it's also just a genetic thing it's like uh-huh. it's a i didn't realize this but it's a um, arthritic condition oh, okay so whatever well, you're so a descendant I've, of a king as well so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. they called <laughs> no, him the carpenter no the now he's the assassin <laughs> oh that's right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the king okay so um so anyway i did the virtual thing and i got through it and and then they prescribed me like a steroid and something to take in one day mm-hmm. and over the last couple of days, the swelling has stayed down and I'm almost done. And the last time I had it, it was seven weeks wow. of just hobbling around. Yeah, anyway, I remember the hobble. Yeah, it was fucking rough. And it was right. It was like right around the time of the election too. Mm-hmm. It was the week of the elections. And so I remember that um, because that's an unforgettable week. But anyway, so today I'm on this walk and there's a cop coming towards me. I'm walking on a street pretty much by myself 
and there's these gardeners who have pulled up and they have a Mexican flag on their thing. So I, I imagine they're Mexican uh-huh. and this cop car is coming at me. I'm walking with the dog and I'm in this triangulation where I might, the natural thing for me to do is to wave at the cop just to go, I see you, you're a human being. I'm waving hello. Thanks for doing your job. I don't know if you're a good person or a bad person, but I'm just extending you a wave. As I'm Quite doing this, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, I'm telling you the in, the intent. For sure, know, of course. Like, so the intent is just to wave and acknowledge. But then I I'm in the view of the gardeners, and I'm uh-huh. thinking, are they thinking here's. Like this, do white people just wave to fucking cops? Like it's like, oh yeah, of course you guys are waving at each other. You have a secret like yeah, uh, agreement yeah. or something. Yeah. That, you know and that wave so, went a little high in the air there and was held out a little strangely. <laughs> so then, so then I uh, then I look I look at the cop. The cop doesn't even. He's like looking down. Oh, on he's his on his phone. He's driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's basically sure. on his phone yes. while he's driving, and he's looking down on his lap. He kind of looks over to see if I'm waving him down, maybe. <laughs> Not even noticing that I'm right, saying hello, right, right, right. looks back down in his yeah. lap. But I'm in this. Okay, this could be happening. These guys could be thinking this. The cop may or may not have even seen me. Yeah, I have this whole story going. This somebody could walk away from that situation and go fuck the cops. Like they didn't even acknowledge me, or like, <laughs> or or like walk away and going like you know uh, feeling like God. You know, I have I'm. I'm I'm bad for being white, you know, yeah, because for sure. like the cops, they, uh, they're not going to uh, yeah. question me as much as they are going to be yeah. somebody of color, you know, and I'm in this whole thing and I go, there's no ground here. Yeah. There's, these are all possibilities yep. and none of these may be true. And what did Billy think of this? Well, and no, right? that, this is the essence <laughs> of Buddhism. Yeah. It's what it's done for me is like, it leaves me in this place where I can't cling Right. To something. Yeah. All these possibilities are there. And people go, well, that would probably be maddening to think about all the different possibilities. It's like, no, it actually frees you because you can't cling to anything. Right, right, right. So I walk away from that going, that was just another moment. I feel like that's what weed kind of does is that it present it, it puts all these scenarios in your head. And I think the paranoia comes from being unable to consider oh my god there is just this in infinite myriad of possibilities totally. of all these scenarios and everything like that and then yeah. you're overwhelmed by that where not everybody gets paranoid of course but that in that sense of like freedom of mind where you've just you're not locked into any one thing that you've not clung to you've not identified to that you're just like ooh, wow, yeah this whole tapestry of of possibility i've right. never been able to describe what it is to feel high but that felt a little bit closer to kind of just have this like that it, the, you're not so myopic that it just opens up this whole spectrum of like wow your mind is capable of kind of like this really broad vision totally yeah weeds the shortcut to buddhism folks you heard it here yeah yeah (laughs) no and even i mean you know just in the way that you know i was in a i was in a fast food restaurant uh bathroom on friday waiting for my kids i park out in front of this restaurant shout out josie mike (laughs) (laughs) and uh i was in the bathroom and i'm having a a inside a fast food restaurant bathroom experience mm-hmm. where I'm wearing the, the bandana and like, and, and, uh, I'm just trying to get in and out of here as quickly yeah. as possible. Don't touch anything. Right. And I'm using the restroom. I haven't paid for anything. So I've got that thing going <laughs> and there's all this stuff and I'm in the bathroom and I'm having this experience and I'm peeing. And then I look up and I see there's a single bug crawling on the wall and it's this, I'm like, my first, my mind first thought goes, 
oh, that's a mosquito. Oh my God, don't land on me. This uh-huh. is, a, of course, I'm going to give advice. You know, whatever. Yeah. Narratives. And then I look and I go, holy shit. This bug, how did it get in here? Yeah. This bug was has a mother. Uh-huh. It had a family. <laughs> uh-huh. And somehow it's wound its way into this fucking bathroom where it's probably going to die. Yes. And it's got to be confused or whatever. Like, how do I get out of here? How do I get food? Uh-huh. And I'm having this moment now that's completely freed me from my bathroom experience because I'm having empathy a for a bug. Yeah. 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 Basically just thinking about like, what would that be like if it were me? And how many times maybe has this been me? Sure. It's you right now. You're stuck in this bathroom. You might fucking <laughs> die. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> that bug was thinking the exact same thing about you. What is this, this guy poor doing bastard? How's he going to get out? He's got a family. He's <laughs> got a mother. Yeah, but just thinking about that, it's just like this can free you from habitual narratives, tendencies, patterns. Like having a way out of that has yep. been so beneficial to me long term because I can't get locked into anything for long. I yep. can't, that's where the whole non-enemy thing comes from because even with Trump, I have to think about his fucking upbringing. Yep. And until I can see him as a human being, I don't feel like I've done my work here on earth. Right. Because he is a human being that was fucking shit on and who knows how many generations. And I'm not fucking defending his actions at all, at all. I mean, he's like the epitome to me of someone who's like as wasteful of a lifetime as possible. Yeah. You know, yet at Which the same time, it's amazing that he's risen to the highest status yeah. politically. You and can that he's impunity. Like there's, there is a karmic reason. Yeah. This is the best that, that my information has is that there are some people it's like, you know, you want to believe in cause and effect. You want, you want to, you know, a cause and effect, I think appeals to so many people, the karmic thing mm-hmm. appeals to it. Cause you kind of go, okay, well there's some system that I can work with. Right. Yeah. So in this, it's like, well, what about him? How come he's not getting his? How come he seems to be, you know, uh, impervious to any yeah. sort of uh, consequence? And and it's like, there are some people who are meant to be in the positions that they are is the best that I can come up with. It's their karma to be this person, this aggregate, to get us to fucking practice. For sure. To get For us sure. to make ourselves better and to see how how bad it can get. Yeah. You know, and to and have that motivate us to be more kind to each other and raise our children different than he was raised. And yeah. And 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 yeah, I mean know? he he is some kind of gift from the from the programmer who is just like wrote right. something so obvious that it's like wow this just shows that there's some there's some imbalance or or balance i don't know that 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 there's like there's some there was some intention with this person being yeah. created yeah brought up the way he was colored the way he is totally in, in this sort of comical cartoonish fashion that he yeah. just everything about him embodies some like extreme of 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 just disgusting just awfulness and to anyone who who is still upset or you know and i think that it's interesting that he's coming back around again right back in the conversation and yeah. you know all that stuff but there's down the road where i go running there's a sign that's a, that has oh, yeah. the, the flag it's uh it's got a let go let's go brandon oh, like, i saw that like a light box a light like, box yes, like yes, a neon like somebody sign or had something to fabricate right the flag says the trump 2024 the rules have changed <laughs> what what does that even mean? <laughs> yeah Right. But his just the idea of 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 when is he going to get his? He yeah. is currently in his his. He is not ha- yeah. a happy man, right? You know, as as much as he p- oh, publishes totally. that as just like I'm great. It is the saddest person. He's got to feel 
terrible all the time. That's what Tiger said. He was yeah. like, he's not, he's not not getting his. Right. He's like, and I was going, oh yeah, you're right. His kids don't know him. Yeah. He's got no and love they don't in his, even life. his fucking no cell love. phone number. Yeah. His yeah. kids don't even have a fucking cell phone number. They yeah. haven't run it through the, the his senior advisor or whatever uh-huh. when he was president. They don't know him. He's got a wife that doesn't respect him. Mm-hmm. He's got people who are using him as muscle to get their ideas across. For sure. Yeah, because he's, he's, he's a just pa- patsy. He's totally. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Totally. Yeah. And but, and and like and he has to live in this body that yeah, like yeah, I know his this physical, around. his spiritual, his mental, everything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. He yeah. is not let's, free. Let's pray for him. Yeah. Right, right, now. <laughs> right, right now, let's okay. close our eyes and pray for him. <laughs> okay, here we go. What do we do? Have you heard about the um this is kind of old news, but have you heard about these suicide pods that this guy in Switzerland has been developing? No. So, I mean, it's just what it sounds like. It's like a, a pod, a human-shaped pod that you get inside of, and it raises the nitrogen level to the point where you basically just pass out and die. Oh, and you're allowed to do you're, that? There's, a, there's some um, a, a questionnaire that's run that, that um, gives you, um, that, you give con- that you're basically giving um, sound, body, sound mind and body consent to say, like, I am aware of what the consequences are. I'm willingly choosing this yeah. option. Yeah. And then the pod locks, and you're... Whisk, wow. whisked away you but I, seem so happy about this <laughs> you looked like you were describing supposed to come today i was waiting for the delivery driver <laughs> no i do i really do think it's extraordinarily beautiful idea i really yeah. think it's it's in a way that they've like showed some of the like the mock-up pictures like it's out in the middle of a field somewhere so you're like this thing got wheeled out into a field and yeah i mean i do I often think about, you know, not, I don't think suicidally, but I think about this idea of getting to a point of wanting to leave the party that you never wanted to go to in the first place. So right. you just appeared at one day and you're like, oh, wow, okay, there's rules, there's there's regulations, there's guidelines, there's there's just a discomfort, there's all these things that, you know, I mean, it's it's a, I couldn't imagine being so of sound mind and body and going willingly, I think it's more, you know, about for people who are just like terminally ill. And yeah. Like, I don't want to like, so, I mean, yeah, it's an, I think it poses an interesting kind of moral d- discussion around it. And it's, you know, it takes a country that's progressive as somewhere like Switzerland to say like we, they last year they had 1300 uh, assisted uh, suicides, not mm. in these pods, but that, yeah, we're going to let people who don't want to be here anymore, not be here. Yeah. I think yeah. it's a fine idea. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, my, my, Whenever I'm exposed to somebody who's thinking about that, I, I all I want to do is be able to show them a world in a moment that they might may not have been exposed to or ways of viewing yes, the life. I uh, completely agree, and I'm not saying that it's like you don't you don't want to be here. Go get right. the pod. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> so you know, it's that that that. How do we as a society allow? each other to experience what it is and that's a tough thing to do when we live in a in a capitalistic driven society where you go like i know what it means to not be so impoverished that you're just like i can't if i wake up today again like how do i bear this and i know that that you know money shouldn't just do that but it's there's a big bearing societally that is pressure on us yeah and you know that's all like you know you could somebody who's who's ultra enlightened can be like who doesn't feel that but we do, we don't have the systems in place to provide someone to just be like oh just be enlightened then right you won't even worry about money then you'll be fine you know like so i mean not to bring back bourdain from no last i think about season, it but i mean yeah. i always think about him in that yeah, yeah but i mean he he saw everything he saw all these different cultures he saw all these different wise people he b- sat with all these families and different mm-hmm. ways of viewing life and he still chose to go yeah and it's like that feels like 
that feel, uh, I mean, of course, you know, leaving behind those he leaves behind, it's yeah. terrible. Yeah. And I, and I want to say that, but I want to also not have to say that because sure. it's, it's, it should be implied that of course his child left behind. And I don't know how things are supposed to go that whether he was supposed to be here or not, you know, it's not right. for me to say, you right. know, it's the universe's design or whatever, or just everyone's choice, Yeah, you know, but, but him choosing to do that after doing all that, that's like the kind of education that if, if I come across somebody who's suicidal and I've worked with plenty, I mean, in the last year, people have told me that they were suicidal when they began working with me. And it's like three months later and they're telling me like, Hey, when I came to see you, I was really next. Uh, my next step was that. And, mm-hmm. and, 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 and I'm not there anymore. Yeah. And that's great. And it's not meant to be a plug for me. Or well, anything. no, but and, and not to, and not to diminish what you're, what you offer. Cause I think what you offer is really special and it speaks to, to, to those cases, but it's also you as a, as just a general person who listens, yeah. that's something that right. people don't have. Right. So it takes, that's why there's, that's why there's instances of, um, on, you know, on the, on bridges where it's like call a number. And if someone just yeah. happens to see that number and then picks up and there's one person who's listening and you're like, Oh my God, no one has ever fucking listened to me willingly. Yeah. That is enough to change it. So I guess at the, to wrap it all up, it's, it is being, you know, kind and extra, you know, just considerate of that. Let's just consider that we're all suicidal right. and let's treat each other as such. Well, we're certainly like, not in touch with how suicidal our actions are. Right. Because every day we're doing, most of us are doing something. If it's just believing some negative idea right. about ourselves, we are entertaining a future suicide in yeah. these moments. Yeah. These are just the little bits that add up to the big you know, reservoir. Till the of, pod arrives. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, you know, the pod, like, I, I had this interesting thing where I lived so in. So sorry, but, before I forget, yeah. the die pod. <laughs> Is that what it's <laughs> no, called? but I just thought of that. Someone else has probably thought of that too. Right? Sorry. Right. Yeah. So I lived in this, the last house I got kicked out of with my family, like I've talked about like how I was chasing music and, and we, at the, towards the end, we were right before my spiritual awakening, we kind of like got kicked out of the, our last place. And that place was a really cool little standalone place in Sierra Madre. The next person to move into it didn't, I didn't know this person, but this person grew up with my family mm-hmm. and uh, went to high school with my mother and is close friends with all of my family. This person didn't know I lived there at all. I didn't have a relationship with this person at all, but they moved in this place next with their wife and their child. And uh, it was a strange synchronicity, just like that they were the next people to move in and they have mm-hmm. such a history with my family in a big city, right? So does that stuff surprise you anymore? (laughs) No, it doesn't really. (laughs) Um, But at the time it was sort of like, wow, that's really weird. And then, and you know, who lives in your, uh, my mom would say like, oh, you know, my friend moved into your last place. Oh, that's interesting. So anyway, uh, his, this friend, his wife um, took her own life because she had some, she, she, she did it while they were living in this house. But the way that she did it, she went to um, a hotel and got some sort of chemicals or whatever, some tank, and just put it over her head and did mm. it that way. And didn't tell her family, didn't tell her husband or their 20-year-old daughter or whatever, and just snuck off to go do this thing. And I think about these pods, and I go, for someone like this who's living in constant pain for years, where like the medical uh, establishment is there to keep this person alive, and that's the only thing that they can really do is make him comfortable or keep him alive. Mm-hmm. And not honor this 
aspect of like, well, this is not a quality of living. Yeah. You know? And so I think about that person. I got really close with him in his wife's passing and he's like a regular part of my life now. And it's this interesting thing, but I, I, it, there's a, you know, there's a, a wound there for those who were left behind. Um, especially having to go to a hotel and yeah. then identify and the whole thing there, like somebody having to sneak away and do something, their yeah. last moments. Yeah. Is- I just imagined that going another way of, of, you know, and it's obviously this would be the most ideal and maybe this doesn't happen because of the pressures and the, and the, just the way that we think about death in this culture and all these ways that, that she was suffering and that she could, in in a perfect world, be like this being you know a very much an option to say in not in the, the pod necessarily, but just an assisted suicide to say, hey, I don't want to be here and sitting here with their family, and I mean it's heartbreaking and but it's so beautiful to consider mm-hmm. like a, you know and not this isn't just like an overnight discussion of like hey I'm gonna I think I'm right. gonna kick it tomorrow like no. that we would have this like beautiful like you know oh I want to gather totally like, I'm leaving yeah. I'm leaving soon you know the and end of Big Fish not off the top of my head no. I mean, is that it, what that's about? Yeah. Well, just yeah. I mean, there's like a send off, and and okay. I've seen it in films depicted in certain ways, and then you know, and then certain deaths, like my teacher's death, was like was that? Yeah. You know, it was. But he, he got he had a terminal illness. No, he had liver cancer yeah. that got aggressive. It spread to his whole body. And, but when they found out that there was nothing more they could do for those two months left in his life, they put a sign on the door that said only joy mm. and the only people that could, he would allow to come visit him were people that were going to be excited for him like like fucking shatner going to space or something right right you know like that kind of thing like if you can't bring the shatner going to space <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> energy around my death totally. and having this be a completion of my work on yes. earth yeah yeah like if you can't bring that then you have to stay away because I don't want to be held here. Mm-hmm. And and the idea in Tibetan Buddhism is that our tears and our sorrow for someone in our uh, holds them right, back, right, it right, keeps yeah. them in that kind of bardo position, yeah. you know, yeah. because they're longing to connect with us still in this in-between world or whatever. And anyway, so his death, I mean, he was surrounded by his his wife, his ex-wife, um, his daughter, mm-hmm. her two kids, uh, um, so his grandchildren are there. They're all in his meditation room. This is in fucking uh, Studio City. Yeah. You know? And he takes his last breath in the room that he did the most significant work of his life, like meditating mm-hmm. in this meditation room. They're all there. And then they leave his body undisturbed for three days. They wrap him and and uh, it's a part of this Tibetan custom. And, and you don't disturb the body. You just leave it there. You pray over it. And then you remove it out. And his wife said something interesting about it. She said... I didn't cry until his body had left the place because I was so wanting to be in keeping with his wishes. Yeah, nice. You know, he had left behind such such a, you know, amazingness in her life that he that that the moment his body was carried out, she finally wept. Yeah. And that fucking house, this is so crazy uh also that like all the most significant places in my life since I've started this uh journey in recovery and then spirituality and all that um, the, the treatment center that I've talked about that the white van picked him up and skid row 20 years before me took him to this treatment center. 20 years later, I get in the white van. I wasn't planning on it. And I, and, and, uh, it takes me to the same treatment center. Then I meet him a year later. He goes, Oh my God, that same thing happened to me. And then we start this whole thing that's changed my life and all yeah. these other people's lives. Right. Yeah. So that treatment center burned down. 
Mm-hmm. So I can't go there anymore. I can't visit. It's just a memory. Uh, his house after he died six months later, some sort of accident, it burned down. Wow. So there's no place to go where Lacey and I met and where I met a lot of, uh, my teachers, uh, uh, sort of his mentees where they came to get treatment. Didn't know that I worked there. I had this connection with them though. That place where I met Lacey and everything did all this work. It's gone. It yeah. burned down in the Malibu fires. Oh my God. There's nothing anymore to hold on to. Even our center, a good heart, you know, it's still there physically. It yeah. still has the name. Let's go burn it down. <laughs> well, corporate, the corporate world basically yes, they did. They it, bought yeah. it and yeah. they fucking, and, and there's no trace of what we left behind there, there anymore. Yeah. There's nowhere really to go. There's nothing to hold on to. And I kind of love that. Sure. I love it because it's just all in me now. Yeah. You know, there's no like clinging once again. There's no clinging to go back and like have this nostalgia. The nostalgia is all I in love, my heart. I love just burning everything. Just, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm joking, but yeah. I'm also serious that like to not hold on to anything that would bind you or, yeah. or hold you here. Like, yeah, let's fucking burn it all. Yeah, totally. Yeah. What do you do? You have any? Uh, I've been meaning to ask you this. Do you have any bands that you're kind of embarrassed that you like? And I'll tell you mine to start off. Oh, it's okay. quite a segue. Um, yeah, I mean, the first concert I ever went to was my favorite band at the time was the presidency of the United States of America. Oh my God. I've yeah. been thinking about them lately. Yeah. And my friends who were good friends of mine were into Pearl Jam and Nirvana and I was into presidents and I loved being the one I didn't love particular. This wasn't like a, a, an effort to do this, but I always liked the thing that was like slightly different. Mm-hmm. They loved that they played with two. I was like, I remember like two bald guys that looked like the twins kind no, of they're, no, they're, just the singer was bald and the oh, bassist okay. and the drummer were whatever haired. They yeah. Haired. But they, the guitarist played with three strings. The bassist played with two strings. And right. I remember vehemently arguing for how talented it was. They can play songs with less strings. And yeah. my friends who understood music were like, no, they sound like shit because of that. Like, so, yeah. yeah I will just one one credit to, to Dennis Patrick McGee, my, my fallen father. Mm-hmm. Weird, weird way to put it. Oh, that was cool. Um, he did say, I, he knew how much I was into them. And he said, if they ever come to town, I will take you to see them. And he took me to see him, which was also kind of strange. My mom and him took me and they dropped me off at the concert and then they went to, to a bar or something like that. But uh-huh. he did, he did uphold his word. So I'll, you Fuck know, I yeah. won't diminish that, that effort that he made. But, Dude, uh, that's yeah. one of the only great things I've ever heard about him. And yeah. not to say that they don't exist, no, that was but it. just, you no. know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were processing his passing last year, you know, it was yeah, heavy for sure, and, for sure, for and sure. And there was a lot and of what there's Things will seek, will seep out, but uh, who's your embarrassment? Well, currently it's, uh, and it's a weird one, uh, but Imagine Dragons. Oh, uh, I've never heard them. Yeah. I've heard the name. Or probably, I bet I've heard a song on a, a, a walking through Sears or something like that. Right. You know, like that type of music. I mean, I think that their music's really, really good. I don't think they're cool. I don't think it's okay. cool to like them. No, I don't think so. Um, it name, is for some people. Like that, yeah. I mean, it's not like cool, like a uh, record store guy cool. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. I mean, yeah. obviously a lot of people like them and they're huge. But um, their music is really good, and and their singer has he grew up in the Mormon. He's a Mormon. He's still Mormon, and he's gone after the church for uh, their persecution of LGBTQ plus community. You oh know? wow! He's like wanted reform within the church and held these huge concerts while still keeping his faith. And it's this kind of thing also where it's like can't this is comes back to the Neil Young Joe Rogan thing. It's like can't I still be fans of both of these people? where it's appropriate and and can i still have my own like i mean 
I don't know. I, I you can hold on to your faith and still question the origins of of for sure where these sure. ideas came yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a that's an interesting one. It's also just that I think to to the more direct point of of separating an artist from from or the, you know an yeah. artist from their art type thing, which is always the kind of the eternal Kanye debate of like if you pay right. attention to anything this man does outside of his music, you probably won't like him. But totally put on headphones and just listen to it unbiasedly. You may find that you think this man's creation is great yeah like that yeah that kind of mentality. i really like his music i even liked donda i mean i don't listen to it because it gets stuck in my head <laughs> you know a bit but um but uh kanye the other day like tiger is going like ta- uh, kanye is going nuts on instagram mm-hmm. right now and i'm like and i'm kind of like i don't care yeah, it's too. It's unfortunate that we have these channels of of, of, of publicity, our yeah. own self publicity, to, right. to diminish the value of of what we do artistically. Yeah, that that our personalities get in the way. Where I don't care that Neil like, Young's in a bad mood. Yeah, I don't care that Kanye and Kim are fighting online or whatever. Like, I don't want to be involved in your life. Yeah, for sure. Like, and why are you involving a bunch of strangers in this anyway? Because we're willingly accepting. Totally, it. Yeah. Man. we're we're lapping it up. Yeah, and yet I mean, the Kardashians are the perfect example of that, yeah. that. That we should have any consideration for these people. They, we could have just said no, thank yeah. you, and they would have gone away. But that's not the choice we made. You know, it's a strange. I, I was thinking about last night. Uh, what's the drummer? What's his name? Uh, Dave Grohl. No, uh, b- b- um, um, Travis uh, Barker. Uh, 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 Sting. That's <laughs> <laughs> the only other drummer I could think of. Sting's a bass player. John Bonham. No, no. Sting plays. Oh no, his drummer is. Oh, uh, the drum. Okay, no, I'm thinking of when they were in the police. So I think he might have had a picture. The drummer had a picture of Sting on his drum, so he oh, fucking hit him geez. in the face. Yeah, random yeah, access yeah, memory. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, what was it? Um, uh, Travis Barker. Oh yeah, Travis Barker. I was I was thinking about. I ran. I I ran into him two years ago at the fucking fancy Erwan uh-huh. uh, market in in L.A. And I'm standing in line with him, waiting to get pizza and my kids are there and uh, and he and I get in a conversation and he had just been on Joe Rogan and he, and he was talking about his plant-based diet and stuff and I'm thinking about that because he's in the news again because he's dating a Kardashian. Okay. And last night, I don't know why, but sometimes I go into these things and it's kind of like a Buddhist exercise of sort of, of, sort of like imagining scenarios and then letting them go or something, you know? And so what I was doing was I was thinking wow, that guy's life has changed since I ran into him in that thing because now he's dating the superstar and he he's a huge star on his own, but now he's dating one of the most famous people on earth. Yeah. And that he has kids from a former marriage and what's the ex-wife think about Kourtney Kardashian and how's that whole dynamic going and what if their teenage daughter, is she really into Kourtney because she grew right. up with the Kardashian? And I'm thinking yeah. about all this and I'm going, why? Yeah. Why am I thinking about this? And maybe that's weed. <laughs> maybe that's the thing you're talking about. Well, I mean, I think like what what else would you you know like what like that's kind of just the, the 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 hilarity of our mind is just that it it's willing to entertain things that if you probably stretched out your entire day, you go, wow, there was like 85% of just bullshit that I was thinking. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, what lends to wrap it all up here with the benefit of meditation of trying to kind of have a little bit of spaciousness where you're not just like where you are witnessing 
that the fact that you're thinking about fucking Courtney Kardashian and yeah. you know, wow, that's funny. Why am I doing that? Or not even a why, just like, wow, I'm, I'm doing that and yeah. having no judgment for it. It's just like, yeah, cause it, cause it's in your fucking face, man. Cause this yeah. shit is just around us and there's a lot of noise and noise is going to permeate, you know, and stuff right. like that. So something happened in but relation if to you this. don't yeah. have, if you don't have it, if it's better to just to not have any fucking opinion or to go on social media yourself and be like, I can't believe Courtney, you know, like right. that's where you're like, whoa, right. whoa, 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 you're whoa, making whoa, whoa, whoa. it real. Whoa. Yeah, exactly. You're making Making yeah. your imagination real. Yes, you're imagining and we're, dragons and they're becoming real. Right. Well, so the thing that that uh, a couple weeks ago when when uh, remember when you sent a text and you were inviting us to come see some band that was playing and you said it was yeah. kid friendly and it's like ten yeah. in the morning and and this was a day I didn't know that I had COVID yet. I was gonna mm-hmm. find out the next day. But I was not feeling well. I was like, no, we're kinda like I think Lacey said like, oh, we have stuff that we're doing today, but thanks so much. And I sent you a text that was like, hey, I really like this you that's inviting us places on a Sunday morning. Keep it up. Right afterwards, right afterwards, (laughs) before you even said it, I heard your exact response in my head. (laughs) I heard it and then you wrote it. And 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 so the, the response I heard in my head was, well, don't get used to it because I'm not going to do it anymore. Yeah. This is the last time. Yeah. Something like that. Yes. And then you wrote that and it gave me this amazing teaching that was born out of meditation to be able to see the world this way, which is Darren's an asshole. No. I, that. I had that sorted out. No, I have a relationship with Darren in my mind. Mm. Like the one that I have with you that I think that I have with you, most of it is comprised in my mind. It's this conversation that I have with you when we're not together. Yeah. And it's me hearing things that you're going to say yeah. or me thinking that you're going to say something. And I could have been wrong in this case. Right. But in this case, I was right. <laughs> yeah. And what I was going to say back to you and I started to text it was like, and this is before like the teaching had really set in. I was like, I was going to say, hey, you better watch out because I'm starting to know your material <laughs> and you're, you're, you might want to get some new material. Yeah. And I was going, no, that won't go over well. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. say that. Yeah. Instead, I just sat there and then you, you know, yeah. you said your thing. And uh, anyway, so all of my relationships, this was an amazing teaching. It's like the you that's sitting here that I get to hang out with when we're in proximity. Yep is not the one that I'm having the most, the majority of the relationship totally. with. Totally. I mean, we seriously so, see each other so infrequently. That, yeah. That's, that stands to reason. And then that's so incredible. Like that is, that's the lesson for this episode of just mm. knowing that every relationship you have with most people isn't the real thing. It's not the real thing. Yeah. 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 Unless you're with that person. And I mean, like then that's like where, you know, like really being in relationship with somebody, even in that, like, you know, speaking to my own relationship of being in relationship with somebody who I still was carrying stories about that, yes. that even that person was showing me something different. I'm like, no, 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 no. I know this. I know how this ends or I know how this begins and just convincing yourself of something that's not actually the, the truth. Right. Yeah. And so, so I think that when you and I last year, when we were going through our difficulty, I think that, you know, if I would go to Joshua Tree or whatever was going on, and then we would have these difficulties of scheduling and all that, there, that is absolutely not based in the time that we have spent together. Right. It's based in what we were both thinking of each other at that time. And like, I'm wanting to like be extra careful, but I'm having to take care of myself. And yeah. you're, you know, uh, wanting to honor your schedule, not wanting to have more things on it, not wanting to have to go through Lacey <laughs> to yeah. schedule it, you know, and all that stuff. But this is all the us in our minds. And yeah. then that period of time where we 
where where the show had stopped and all that, mm-hmm. we were still having this relationship with each other in our minds. And yeah. I was going, I think I know what he's going through. And you go, I know what he's doing and all that. And we kept being wrong yeah, in a right. lot of ways. Yes, And I sure. think that we are wrong whenever we have these relationships primarily with the person in our mind and not with the direct person because we establish narratives and we establish a character and a in a uh, a construct of mm-hmm. the person and, and that then, shit solidifies really quickly it does and then it's your binoculars it's yeah. how you see the person yep. and you're just waiting for them to show any for signs of that sure. thing that back it up yeah and so the real relationships we're having with people are in our minds and when that's where we need to do this work and that's why meditation helps because it can start to disarm some of these constructs and go like maybe not yeah that whole thing of last year like maybe it isn't yeah maybe it isn't what i'm thinking yes just to have that as a possibility in the mix with everything can disrupt the whole thing Mm -hmm. can throw it all into disarray and go like maybe i should just sit with the person and keep an open mind yeah Yeah. you know maybe we should do season two (laughs) well i'm so glad that i get to continue to be your teacher and uh yeah seriously (laughs) oh dude one of my best i know and it's, it's incredible that uh yeah, I think that the the spaciousness within our relationship is interesting because it does allow for more lessons to to come in and I yeah. think it would be the same if we related with each other more if we you know if we spent every fucking day together there would obviously be even more so lessons in there but it's beautiful that there can be lessons from not being around each other and yeah. then like you said just having this really unadulterated kind of really special place. Yeah, and yeah. W- whatever has gone on to lead us to this and to be back on, on a different couch, but in the same scenario. Yeah. And, and I, I'm telling you, looking at you, talking with you, there's a familiarity to it, but it feels very fresh. Mm. This doesn't feel like a continuation. No, definitely not. And same for me either. I don't come, I don't, I don't approach it with a level of like, guardedness or or like there was a there was a there was a a, a tension yeah that was that would was present most of the time and i do feel such so much more ease and especially coming out of the of the break that we took and and having so much gratitude for for the way that you approached it all it, it you know it didn't reinforms things that i whatever you know some some remaining tendrils of st- whatever it's yeah. just like it, it it gives new information and and so allows you to kind of live in that in that information as opposed to just the the cobwebby bullshit stories that you have in your head yeah and yeah. i was really like it proud the windows up and lets the breeze run through your mind of just like hey man there's it's like freshness here i was really proud of both of us for the way that the the show was ended yeah and the decisions that went around that were the the ones of the moment it was the death of two different people i think right it was yeah. the death of two versions of us in our minds mm-hmm. i think you know mm-hmm. there it is <laughs> so i was really proud of that and that could have been a great lesson and it could have been a great thing of like hey beautiful things come to an end maybe even sooner than you'd like them to yeah. and here's another exercise in non-clinging to yeah. something that you love yeah that could have been great yeah instead you know, working, we, we evolved even from that point to bring something even better, which is the reestablishment of a friendship within a friendship, Yeah, having a new one in a short amount of time and showing that it's possible and all through you and I just keeping an open mind. For sure. That's been the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And even just fighting through any sort of, uh, like preordained resistance that like old, like before you 
in, in speaking personally before mm. you like concepts and things that I brought in with this and being like, that's not, you know, my history doesn't, isn't informed by this. This is new. We're writing this as I speak. Every word that comes out of my mouth is something new and different yeah. and everything like that. So I'm just allowing not just not getting burdened by old bullshit and just, yeah, keeping it fresh. Yeah. And if I held you to some old version or some narrative of what I thought of you, I wouldn't get to enjoy how much you always surprise me. Mm -hmm. You really like the ideas sometimes that I've had in my mind of like you that I've got, Oh, I know how he's going to feel about this. Then you don't. Yeah. And it's like, it shows me once again to just not harden to anyone. Yeah. Well, that feels good. Cause I would like to know that I'm, that I'm in, in, you know, and not just this relationship, but in parts of my life that I, want to be seen as having evolved and oh, yeah. changed and grown and and because there's effort being put in on my end and you know there's slip ups and I'm also there's a there's a huge part of me that I love who I love being predictable in you mm-hmm. know and in, yeah. in, in 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 humor based things but also in integrity and all these things but you know everywhere in between I'm trying to to continue to better and and uh, show that to the world yeah. yeah and there's a you know I noticed that about Mark Marin who I'm not listening to as much anymore um but but when I was avidly listening to him, there was a hymn that's on the podcast who opens the show and that hymn felt very dropped in and very authentic. And then I'd see him on Colbert and there's this sticky thing that happens, yeah. which he's relying on because that's what gets you through those things. I think you prepare for it and you kind of come and you have your shit as tight as possible. It's not this banter on the couch. They actually practice in front of a live studio audience twice. Right. They make them say the same thing over yeah, again. So yeah. you don't know which one you're getting, yeah. you know, or whatever, but it's a rehearsed thing, yeah. you know, where they know ahead of time what they're going to talk about. And, uh, that's what we do see- on the show. We've done this twice already. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, sort of like there's this, there's, I was referring this to like the you that still likes playing the character of Darren, who's kind right. of disgruntled at times yeah. and like, you know, and kind of got, has a contrary, you know, thing just to, just to fuck with people. Yeah. Almost yeah. just to like, you know, and I think that's kind of the, more Buddhist side of you is like going throwing a monkey wrench into somebody's happiness or their sadness, <laughs> you know, whatever it may be, just trying to alchemize it sure, or something, sure, you sure. know, and unbeknownst to you perhaps, yeah. you know, yeah. but anyway, uh, you know, the openness around this relationship has been everything and it's a, and it is something you have been a great teacher in my life. Mm-hmm. You have been. You're and, welcome. And, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's oh. just, you know, it's so wild to, to have come in, to come into each other's lives and that this, while we're speaking, this is currently our life. Yeah. And uh, you try to, you know, like fast forward a little bit and get a glimpse of like 20 years from now and you go like, what, what, what in 20 years will be different than that you look back at, at, at this mm-hmm. or is there some level of, of, of sameness or anything like that? But it's just, it's just amazing to know that this is what's happening right yeah. here in this moment. Did I ever tell you my, my, I'll tell you my quick Mark Marin story. Every time oh no, no. Vian and I were in, uh, in Highland park one time and we were walking down the street and Marin comes around the corner Yeah, and we kind of like almost, you know, bump into each other and you know whenever you see somebody who you recognize and you're like oh shit that's someone kind of famous and and i just said hey mark i'm a big fan of your show and he had the he had Marin on at the time the tv show yeah. on ifc and his podcast so i wasn't even sure what i was actually referring to i yeah. just needed to recognize him right. as i do is that kind of desperate you know uh, <laughs> celebrity dick all right sucker. slow down and uh so i just said oh hey hey mark a uh, big fan of the show and he didn't he wasn't looking at he didn't even acknowledge me he just was staring at viana like 
staring and he's like, Hey, thanks. And then he walks by us. And I relayed the story to a, to a friend of mine who knows Mark Maron, and yeah. he's like, "Oh yeah," he goes like, "That's because he's always just had a really boring white girlfriends his whole his whole life." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. spent some time with him. I mean, I, I I there was a pocket of time where I was seeing him a lot and sharing even uh, space with him, and he was there. Remember, I told you last year about my going to England and making that record with uh-huh. the, the symphony orchestra. Well, he was around at that time in my life and hearing about me going to go do that, and he. I, I don't want to I don't want to assume anything, but he, it was a time in his life that was a lot was going wrong. He was yeah. going through a divorce and like and trying to figure his career out. And he had started the podcast, but it, it was he was like the first one ever to have a podcast totally. or something. And uh, and so he he didn't seem that thrilled about <laughs> about me having my dream. Come I don't true. think he was one to show any thrilled towards any you know. And that's what he's coming out of now. And that's yeah. kind of what he speaks on is being able to actually like share some totally. joy. And he's come a long for way for sure. There's an evolution in there for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's You're gonna get a cool kick to out. witness. You're gonna get a kick out of this. The first so the first uh, chapter of Lita uh-huh. outside of Ohio is being started in Buffalo. No shit, New York. Yeah. Whoa. Two people that I worked with in the last year. There are a couple, uh, Rob and Megan. And uh, Robert has some connection to you and Viana from back then, like was in similar circles and knew that you'd come out here and had followed your thing and then really gotten into your art at a certain point, kind of late, late in the game uh, more recently. And then started listening to the mystical cynical. And then I start working with him um, for about a month. And then months later, um, his partner, uh, heard about, uh, this all and, and started listening and started listening to love as the author and heard that message of love as the author and got the tattoo on her oh, head. She's nice. the one that got the love as the author tattoo on her skull. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, our first conversation was in the DMS and it was like, she said like, Hey, listen, I'm not a psycho super fan. All right. I relate with the message. (laughs) This isn't about you. Blah, 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 blah. You know, but then I started working with her and it worked for a few months. And then they both came out and visited just before the whole COVID thing. Um, they came out and visited Ohio and hung with us and then went out to Joshua tree and I hooked them up with my mom, gave them this really unique California experience or whatever that they were already planning on coming out here. And, uh, they um, are back in Buffalo. They're going to start a meditation group and start the first leader there. Nice. You know, the first yes. leader outside so of Ohio. So it begins. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's really On cool. On that note, I want to give you a, a shout out. Jamie's latest episode of Love is the Author is um, phenomenal. Thanks. It's really well produced. And, uh, you know, the show is like, it's, uh, I don't, I know you, I asked you like, there, there's like, you know, when you have to write a bio and you're like, yeah, I kind of, you know, you pull stuff out. It was like, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have yeah. to be defined. It can be, it kind of just be not so genre specific, but, um, yeah. you've, in, you've interviewed a broad spectrum of people mm-hmm. and this particular one, I see it as like, you know, a level of, of, um, of, of just a maturity, not that journalistic maybe. Yeah. 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 Journalistic. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Um, yeah, it was just a, it was a really good episode. Listen to it. Everybody. Thanks a lot. Yeah. yeah it's a Danielle Ryan Broida uh, from four Sigmatic, the, the mushroom company, which again, you know, in all these weird small circle type things like that, I had the, con- that I yes. got the, con- the connection. You introduced and, like, me. Yeah. Yeah. And not that I was like, Hey, you know, and I, even, no. I think I met her the first time that time. And like this, just this world is like so magical. And I mean, it's all just, the circles are so tight of just the way everything kind of overlaps and shit. Yeah. it's really wild. I met Danielle because she came when, 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 
Darren opened the Wow House on the grand opening, we had a barbecue in our backyard barbecue. We had a meal in our backyard afterwards in our parking lot. And Danielle came with the, uh, her sister is married to the bandits bandana. Uh, Correct. Guy, right. What's yeah. his name? Connor. Connor. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And, uh, and so they all, I don't know if they were walking by or I invited them, but they oh, were out okay. for a walk. They have a new baby. And so they said they'd stop by, but yeah. yeah. And then her and I, Danielle and I connected and it was just like, Oh, we got to keep talking. Yes. And so we had this whole, we did this podcast and she works for four Sigmatic and we talk for an hour about the miracle of mushrooms without even getting into any psych psychedelic or yeah. psychoactive yeah. just it's a little I, annoying but yeah <laughs> kidding. no it's it made me of course Isn't you can, cool you can that do there's that. so yeah. much yeah of that, course yeah yeah you yeah. can talk about that, that um and she was she happens to be a really good guest like so mm -hmm. that's you know obviously the contributing uh contributing factor to it um but yeah you sounded like you actually like did some research and mm -hmm. like <laughs> yeah I did. not to demean well this way. book here really helps this fantastic film oh, cool. book is that the, based on the or is it around the documentary yeah it's just the book version of it nice um and uh i do have to say just on that note because this came up today um and i know that whenever you're listening to this in time that this may have changed but i have two slots available and it's been rare these days so i have two get slots em. available get them so, so contact I have zero slots available. <laughs> <laughs> reach out to at unconventional gardener to reach out to Lacey if you're interested in uh the lita services love dig it author. dig it dig yeah. it that's the ohi chapter yep <laughs> um, well right. this has been awesome great so to see awesome. you again um Me too. don't go get in the next variant yeah. before i see you again yeah and your shirt by the way which we need to get a picture out and the, he had a shirt made that it just says pops with a period and it's right on the left <laughs> breast of the, you know, where, where emblems are put yeah. on t-shirts and it's a great fucking shirt. looks great Thanks. on you. Thank and you. and he said that he would make a bunch more if we liked oh, them. No. <laughs> well, yeah. So this company that makes my stickers, um, they were offering like, Hey, we're doing it. You can get a t-shirt for $19. So I'm just like, Oh, okay. Well, what kind of t-shirt do I want? And you know, my brain just does that thing. And I was like, I want a shirt that says pops. And so I did it. And then I know that there's a, there's a small contingency of fathers who are known as pops or papa. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, there might be a small faction of dudes who are pops and they want to have a shirt. So, Love yeah, it. yeah, we'll Love see. It, man. We'll see. All right. Well, great to see you. And I love you. I love you.